motorcycle helmet. You I just had to buy, I just had to buy a new one actually. I was trying to run downstairs to my basement and get my Christmas my Christmas tiara on, but it would, would have taken too long. But here we are. So, well, hello, Darius. Hey. Hello, Darius. I see you. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we have got hi, Chris. Hi, Shahida, my baby. Kiss, 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 kiss. We have got a great podcast today. We've got a special guest, and I'm a little biased because besides Darius, besides Darius. Besides well, Darius. besides Darius being here, we have a special guest with Darius. Hey, Darius, I like that T-shirt though. Give a little shout out to the Still Dope fam. Say hi. Say hi. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we've got another special guest here, and. I'm a little biased because he is my nephew from my sister, from another mister, and I'm just going to give him all the love and brag on him. Uh, he debuted, we have an upcoming actor, debuted as Calvin in season two of the hit Netflix series, Mindhunter. And yes, I have my notes because I my memory's missed. He's also been in the Oscar nominated and Glo Golden Globe nominated. Judas and the Black Messiah, alongside Lakeith Stanfield. And most recently, if y'all don't know, you better get that subscription to Stars and watch and binge BMF Black Mafia Family because he has played, he played Darius. Hey, Darius, you Darius, <laughs> looking at you, Darius, you eat him. But he played Darius on BMF on Stars. You guys have to binge that and watch that. So um, coming to us straight out of the ATL, please welcome along with his mom, my sister, Raymond C. the third. Hi, Raymond. Hi. How are you? He said, he said hi. His voice all changed. Hi, how you doing? I'm, I'm a grown man now at this point. Come from the chest. Come from the chest. Yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. Hi. That's the way you say it, Raymond. That's what I'm talking about. With confidence, with the verb, with, with gravitas. Do you know what gravitas means? Gravitas is a Latin word that means like weight, heaviness, like Denzel, Morgan yes. Freeman have gravitas. James yeah. Jones. Do you know who James Earl Jones is? <laughs> okay, let me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know we have a, a thing. Let me let me tell you one, one thing first, Raymond. You need if you're going to be a great actor, if you're on your way to being a great actor, you have to know who are the people there before you. Not only regular actors, but especially <laughs> Sidney Poitier. Um, Moses Gunn, I'm talking about real African-American actors who have paved the way for us to have even a platform to be an actor. Sidney Poitier, you got to watch any of his things that he did when no other black folks were getting even close to getting major roles in films. Um, guess who's coming to dinner? You got to watch that. You got to watch Lilies of the Field. You won the Oscar for Lilies of the Field. And even if it's not your style or your type of thing, 
just the movie itself and seeing a black man who has gravitas. He's a man's man, he's gravitas. You gotta start watching. So your homework is to start watching things that you wouldn't necessarily normally watch, but things that you're like, oh wow, because all the great actors before you, Denzel, all those people before you, that's all they do. They studied, they studied those actors because that's all they really had at that point. So that was just my my first hint of the day or tip of the day. And know and know your know your actors. So if you run into City Portier, who's in his 90s right now, and you got a chance to meet him, I want you to be able to go, oh. Oh, you're, oh, I, I know who you are. They call me Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> You'll get that. You'll get that later. You'll get that later. But I'll give you, I maybe, I'm, you know, I make, I make a list for you of yeah. films that you need to see. Need to see. Just a, you know, a good film. Anyway, let's go ahead. So, sorry, Tahita. I mean, uh, Tahita. Well, that's where my head is right now. I combine the two of you to Tahita. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, Coach. Wait, Tanda, Tanda, that's kind of a good name, though, Tahita. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, Shahida, did you want to say something? Uh, well, I mean, I know we um, talked about, like, you know, the stuff that he's been in. And I know this was his first role, but it was my favorite TV show, the um, Netflix. Uh, um, um, what was it? Mind Killer? No. Um, I thought it was. I thought you said was it Raising Dion or Mind Hunter? No, it was Mind Hunter. I yeah. thought that was his first one. Mind Hunter. Yes, Mind Hunter was the first. And I re and and when I went back and I looked at it, I remembered him so well. I'm like, that's. <laughs> I, I love that show. I'm I'm upset that it was actually canceled, but you did yeah. excellent. You did the um, Atlantic Killing um, bit, and it was really good. And how old were you? I was. That was three years ago, right? Over thirteen. You thirteen? Oh wow. Thirteen yeah. I, I read for that. I read for the Atlanta one, playing uh, the mayor of Atlanta at the time. Oh nice! You like were excellent for that. Yeah, but I didn't look anything like him. But anyway, uh, but so also Raymond, also who was your director in that? Uh, I do not remember his name. I, I remember a face, but I, I do not remember his name. He, so that's he another thing. Yeah. Anytime that you're working on something, you go after after you're done shooting or whatever, you go up to the director and the producers and you thank them for putting you on the show because they will remember you, even if you did great work, they will remember you. And then the next time when you read for something, and if it's David Fincher, and they know who you are, and you can say, hi, Mr. Fincher, I was so-and-so and so that you have some sort of, this, this business is about relationships as well. Mm -hmm. And the more things that you work on, and the more people, I make a point of any job that I do to, I go to everybody on the set as soon as I'm done. I know it look like a fool, but I take five to 10 minutes, the grips, you know what a grip is? You know what a best boy is? You know what a dolly? You got to know who are all these different facets of who's working on, you know, the, the gaffers, the best boys, the, the PAs. Make a point of knowing every single one and thank every single one of them so they remember you. They see your face and they go, oh, yeah, we work together on so-and-so. I was on a show the other day, this summer, and I had four people from four different shows I had worked on that all remembered me. They're like, we worked together on the phone. We worked together. I was like, oh, that's right. I remember you. 
it's always really important to know the directors that you're working with and the producers who you're working with because they give you the job. And the directors can sometimes, oh, I remember this one kid was on Mindhunter that he was really good as, I wonder what he's like now. I need a 17 year old now, or you know, who'd be perfect for this. I got the guy. So the more that you make those connections and know who you're working with, because if you go on for, for an audition and you already auditioned for David Fincher the first time, but you didn't know your, who the person was and you recognize his face, but you, you got to know who they are. So it's not even also just about the acting work. It's about the business behind the acting work. For you to get the acting work, you got to know the business too. Perfect. Throwing my little... Well, thank you. Well, go ahead. Go on. Preach Pastor, Pastor We have our own little thing here. Rem and I all have our own little... I mean, we'll have our own later when he wants to talk to me. First of all, I know we're using this form. Well, listen, we're going to link that up. We're going to link that relationship up so that you guys have each other's information and you guys can talk offline. But I have questions. Um, Raymond, when did you decide, like, what made you, when was that moment that you were like, I want to get into this business? I always, I, 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 it's, I don't know. It's just like anything, but with acting and the entertainment field, I'm always like, what? What made you decide to wake up one morning and be like, I want to be an actor, or I want to do this, or I want to do this within this business? When did you decide that you wanted to do that? Uh, um, I was actually a stunt double on the show called Scream on Netflix, and it was my first time being a stunt double. Uh, before before that, I was just an extra. I was just doing some money. So at the time, I they were, I didn't have a job, and it was ninety dollars for what an eleven year old. It was it was good, it was good money. Right. Um, right. And this was my first being a stunt double, and I remember they gave me my first lines, and I had to say those lines, and I had to jump the fences and do this and this and that. And you know, three o'clock in the morning, I told my mom, uh, you know, this is what I want to do. Can we do this? And from there. Awesome. And what was your answer, Christy? That's I'm what I was going to ask. <laughs> I said, what now, sir? I'm sorry. It's three o'clock in the morning. Exactly. I, I was like, I don't know this. I don't know anything about this. We are out here because it's cute and fun, but I don't know about this, you know? Uh, so we had a conversation. And I mean, he's at that time, 12, 13 years old. You know, I'm like, first of all, he's excited because he's outdoors, middle of the night. They give him permission to jump off cars and climb fences and run over and they film and tell him to do it repeatedly. All the things I tell him mm. not to do at home, he got to do in that in that junkyard that night. And get and paid. Like, and get paid. Right. Right. And see, and see, this is the thing. One of the, the beautiful things about his enthusiasm that night, well, that morning, uh, was that it didn't change the next day or the following day or the day after that. You know, with kids that age, they like something one minute and they don't. He wanted to start taking acting classes. So what I did is I basically moved into researching everything I could possibly research about the entertainment industry um, and for kids. And um, yeah, so my answer was, okay. And then I had to go to my husband and say, so your son wants to, yeah, for real, you know? Uh, and he was for it. You know, he, my husband was totally, completely for it. So, uh, and then from there, I mean, he's so serious about the work. Like when you were mentioning uh, speaking to directors and things like that, 
um, we've been on different sets and they remember him because he's, they always say he's respectful. He's like, he's so respectful, he's so polite, you know? Um, and he's always saying, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, things like that. He's talking to the director. And although he doesn't spend a lot of time talking to directors just because he's a kid and a lot of times at, at, that, time, at that age, you know. He's not a kid, um, he's a young man. Okay. Well, he's a kid to you because yeah. he's your kid, but he's a young, he's a young man. Yes, yes. But to them, he's a young man and he considers himself, you heard him with the bass, he considers himself a young man. I'll give him that for public purposes, but in this house, yeah. So, um, right. But no, he, so, but he is very, you know, he communicates well with them. And then he, what I love about watching him on set is how he works with the directors. Like, you know, we get a chance to see the other kids on set. And a lot of times uh, there was one particular movie that he did uh, and the kids, uh, he knows what I'm talking about. The kids are like all over the place. They're playing, you know, the director's like, please be still, please do this. And he comes over to me, he's like, mom, they are not serious. And he was upset with his not being serious about the role. He's like, this is, you know, and he was really, he was like, oh. you know, I said, well, they're 12, sweetie. You know, you can't, not everybody's minded, you know, that single-minded like you. So when I saw how important it was to him and then how really good he actually was, I was like, okay, he's not great, you know? Cause I'm not, we're not those, um, the parents that do the participation certificates. We're like, you're going to win or you don't. We don't do that. We don't play like that, you know? Um, and so the fact that he was so serious about it and committed to it, we just, you know, dove in head first. Okay, I, I have another question. So now that we've established that, here's my next question is, and it just comes off my head. Um, once he, Raymond, once you decided this is what you wanted to do, you've had this conversation with your mom and your dad. Mm -hmm. What's the next steps in those processes? Like, do you, um, I mean, you had your first job, and now it's time to get serious. And what entails that as far as like getting representation and going from there? Because Christy, I know me and you had spoken and you you right. literally love his agent. And yes. I want you to give her her shine as well. But mm -hmm. I just want to know what that process is, because as a as an odd person out, I don't know any better. And as much as I watch TV and as much as I love the entertainment industry, of course, in the back of my brain, I always think of this like little CD kind of like, <laughs> right. especially it's, you know, when it's adults, it's in the whole nother thing. But when you're dealing with your child, yes. like you don't want them to experience all of that negativity and that nastiness. So Raymond or Christy, talk to, talk to us about how that next step in the process is as far as like finding representation and doing like auditions and like how do you find your roles and all of that. Well, I just auditioned for the agent. My mom found the agent. I auditioned and we ended up getting it. Yeah. So, so basically what ended up happening is once I realized that he was truly serious um, I started to go through and look for SAG agents. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in Atlanta, there's an abundance of them now. Mm -hmm. But back then, you know, there were a decent, you know, a number. Um, so lots of SAG agents. And then started to admit, now many of the agencies want this thing. 
and we didn't have and any referrals. So, um, you know, referred from another person within their agency. Uh, we didn't have that. So I went to um, Barbara's website, an East Coast Talent Agency, went to the website, saw the submission process, and basically submitted his information, his shot. She sent me an email and said, we're interested, but we need to see him be filmed. She sent two scripts, one that was a commercial and another one that was a serious role where he had to pretend like his parents got a divorce. We recorded both of those, and within minutes, she sent over the contract. She's like, I love him. Yeah, right. Yep. So we signed up. No, I didn't know what we were doing. Now I read contracts. So I'm like reading every, you know, every fine print. I'm reading it back and forth. I, you know, marinating it a little bit before we signed it. Um, but I mean, she and then, and then probably a couple of days later, she sent him an audition for Queen Sugar. She <gasps> yes, she was his first audition with Queen Sugar. So she's no joke. She's sending auditions. She's not sending YMCA play auditions. She's sending, like he just recently um, auditioned for Emmett Till to play Emmett. But the gentleman, the little, the young boy from American, All American got it. He was great. I mean, we love him, you know. And what I love about him is he has that same, like, yeah, man, you know, yeah, man, if no. it's not for me, he's open to, you know, he's waiting for what's for him, which is yeah. great. He's got that, he's got that, he's not like, oh, man. He's like, oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, you're in the same category. You're auditioning with the same level. So it's kind of cool. Um, and then, gosh, I can't think of all the other auditions he's done. But she's brought him some fantastic, and you know, he's got great callbacks. And it's really her her work. Now, she is a beast. I mean, she's, like, hardcore for you. Um, but she's very particular and strict. She's been in the industry 20-plus years. So we basically do, after... He was signed. We just do whatever she tells us to do. So when he, when so you audition, Raymond, do you do you go to her office and do the audition or the read for her, or do you just record it in your home and then send it? Um. Well, what we when we first started auditioning, we used to go to a studio and get it professionally. Um, you know, and then I I got coached up. You know, the person that was helping us he was an actor as well so it, it, it helped a lot with, you know nerves and knowing what the script is and what's actually going on but as as soon as i started to like you know get into the craft and start doing it on my own and um saw how much it did, uh, we ended up just like in our basement we just put up a gray sheet um got a tripod and a few lights and like, here we are now i'll tell you how it actually happened so we were, we were going to the guy, right? I'm not going to say his name. We were going to the guy. Uh -huh. And Raymond had this, I don't know if it was a Nickelodeon audition, but it was a bigger, you know, one of the big auditions. And in the script, I, I read every word and everything, you know, before we give it to him. So we don't accept every audition because everything's not for him. But right. this one was what? So I'm reading everything, and it says that he has to do a little dance, right? So I'm his reading partner. We rehearse before we go, right? So they have a little dance, so he makes up this little dance. And then when I get the audition from the guy, there's no dance. So we truck back up to the office and say, hey, we forgot the dance. He's like, no, it's not in there. It's not a dance. I was like, oh, sir. You know, the worst thing you can do for a casting director is not do what they tell you to do, right? You know, if they say dance and you don't dance, yeah. That's a, you know, yeah. um, and so long story short, um, he insisted that it wasn't so. So we went somewhere else last minute, 
paid for two twice for the audition. Uh, and I said, you know what? My husband's like, you know what? We could do this ourselves. And we had the pro we bought the the lights. We had the proper equipment, um, a gray sheet. It's quiet down there. It looks like the same. I was like, we could do the exact same setup. Yeah. And we started we started filming in the in the basement basically. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, he, landed, he landed the Netflix one and the Judas and and Black Mafia family from our basement. Do you wow. have a, a one of the a, a scrim now instead of the sheets? Uh, nope, we didn't buy one of those yet. Those are good. Oh yeah, you have a Let me see what you got. I like look, look at the front. <laughs> you running. Look at that speed. Yes. Oh yes, one of those. Yes, yes, yes. We have not purchased one of those yet. They're pretty cheap. They're pretty, okay. pretty cheap, but it's it makes such a difference. It does. Okay. The more professional that that took years to learn how to do that. By the way. I, you were quick with it. You were quick with it. Um, That's for the background when you're. Uh, um, my addition. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. So what we're getting, we'll get one of those. Yes. Yeah. Because because the the more professional it looks, even though you know you went, the better you know they know that you're working and they know that you know that you're investing in your in your in your work. We so where can where can he get that? Is that an Amazon, Amazon? thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've seen them. I just need to get one. I'll definitely get one. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, actually, Connie was going to get one for for Christmas for you, I believe. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me get on Amazon right now, and you're going to have to text me what the right. name of that is. <laughs> so, um. Also, I got a list of questions, so go ahead. I know you but I'm always interested in knowing when you get that first job, mm -hmm. and how did you know? How did you feel? How did you prepare for it, um, um, Mom? When you heard he got that first job, you know, how did you feel, and how did you prepare him for it? You know, because that's like complete unknown at that point. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You want to answer first? Um. Well, my first job, uh, it was really just trying not to get nervous. It was really uh, remembering that this is my job and this is what I'm supposed to do. At and, 13. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that, that's really all there was to it and just knowing my lines and doing my job. So that's, being a, right, that's the right answer too. It didn't make you sweat because I'm thinking I did one play, one play. <laughs> okay. And when I tell you how bad I sweat backstage <laughs> and how horrible I thought I did, but so you at 13 did better than me, <laughs> a grown woman. <laughs> no sweating, nothing. Um, I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, I was, I was a little nervous, but I wasn't you know, panicking. How many takes did it take for you to do that first scene? Uh, how many takes? Shoot, probably like, like yeah, it depends on each shot. I remember it was like three different shots. So it was like uh, three or five times because it, they, what I was giving wasn't what they wanted. And so I had to change up what I already planned. Which yeah, I realize now I shouldn't have planned anything. But and, yes. and and it's not necessarily what 
you weren't giving them what, what they wanted. Maybe they just wanted something different. Mm -hmm. like you're, you're, you're doing your interpretation of what you think it should be. And then they will adjust you. Now, if you're in an audition and someone says, oh, fantastic. Great. Thank you very much for coming in. Well, I don't think you know you have you don't have live auditions anymore. But anyway, if you're in a live audition, they go, "That was great, thank you so much." You knew all your lines. I used to be like, "Yes, I knew all my lines," but then I was like, "Oh, well, wait a second. But if they go, "That was nice," can you can you do it this way? Can you try it this way? Because they want to see if they can direct you. Because if you do the same thing over and over and over and over again the same way, and they go, "Well, we want it like this," and they know they can, that's all they're gonna get. If you show them this and they you they ask for this and you show them over here, anything in the middle, they can just mold you and adapt you to what they want. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if someone, a director or someone says, I, I want you to do it this way, that's not a bad thing. That's a really good thing, especially in an audition. Especially when they say, can you try this or can you can you do this? They want A, want to see if you can do it. And B, you, you also, as an actor, should take... 85 know your lines that's the first and foremost i asked i was in a i was in a car with anthony hopkins for eight scenes and i was like just tell me like everything he's like know your lines and say them it's coming from an Oscar winner. you know who anthony hopkins is raymond from hannibal he's Hannibal Lecter, yeah. So we we, we kind of kept we kind of kept him in the Disney films and Becky films. So he wasn't quite ready for Hannibal Lecter yet. But now that he's sixteen, we can expose him to like Godfather and stuff like that. Yeah, That's Hannibal cool. Lecter is a little bit too That's much. Right? Yeah, it's it's my parenting. We bubbled them just a skosh, you know. Right. You know. That's right. So really, like, he doesn't know. No, right. you should know eighty five percent of what you're gonna do, and know it locked in. This is my. This is what I'm gonna do. But leave fifteen percent open for you to be able to do something different or try. Because if you're locked in at a hundred percent and that's all you know, all you do, it's it's not going to be it's not going to work for you. You know what I mean? So know as much as you can, but always try to be as flexible as possible. And also give them different things on different takes. Because once they have it once, once they have it once, you can give them something different that they didn't expect. And they may not have expected that shows you the more that you can bring yourself to whatever it is, the better off you will be and, and the better off of your future will be. See, this is what I like. And this is what I wanted for this podcast was obviously to shine on Raymond and love on Raymond. But I love the fact that we have 16 year old Raymond and Chris and 20, <laughs> 28 years in this business. Right. twenty years in the business. And it's, I love I, I, the fact that we're able to pair this up so that way, you know, you have this dynamic and you have this connection so that now you guys know each other and Raymond, now you have a resource that if you have any questions or any, anything, you can always reach out to Chris and, or reach out to me and I'll reach out to Chris, or, but you know, this day of social media, you guys just reach out to each other and Chris has got a wealth of knowledge. And I will talk Love your him. ear and off. He will, not, he will steer will, you the right way. Talk your ear off. You want to know? I, I coach as well. So so I know, you know, as I said, I've been in this business for a long time. Yeah. I've seen a lot of things. Yeah. I've seen just, you were talking about the dancing part in the audition? Yeah. 
you'll come across things that even in the job that you're, the job that you're doing, you'll go, well, wait a second. If something doesn't feel right to you, Raymond, or to your mother, I, I know there's going to be a, a time when your mother's not going to be there to say, yeah. wait a second. I don't know if I want. If there's going to be a time that you're going to go, I don't feel comfortable doing that. I did a KFC commercial. I was shooting a commercial for KFC. Mm -hmm. And a guy walked out. Uh, you know Chef Garvin? You know G. Garvin? G. Garvin, yes. He's a chef. He's a, he's a black I love him. Yes. He, was he came out or someone came out and he goes, hey, man, they're going to make you dance. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, so I went in there and it was all white. Every, producer, director, everybody was everybody, all the clients. Everybody was white. And they said, um, okay, so for this take, we're going to have you um, just give us a, a funky dance, like a, a chicken dance. So I want you to dance like a chicken. Oh. No, sir. Now, you are like, all right, well, fuck, let me just dance. But there's other implications above and beyond that that you have to go. Was there anybody in the meeting that said, you know, I don't know if the black people should be dancing with fried chicken? Because that's not a good look. You know, that's like, so, and I was like, they're going to make you dance. They're like, so you have to be, you have to be careful about you know, if something doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel right, you need to say something to someone. Does that make sense? Don't ever feel you can't, you can't say anything because it's a job. I don't want to lose a job. I don't want, I don't, you can't, you can't feel this. This is your work and it's who you are and it's who you are in terms of you're representing yourself in your work. So if something feels uncomfortable to you, Always say something. Say something to your mom. Even if, if she's not on set, once you get to a certain age, call her up and say, what do you think about this? Before you sign a contract, before you do whatever you need to do, it's got to feel right to you. I mean, I've seen, I've been in experience with an audition where the, uh, I, I read for a light, it was a light-skinned uh, uh, multiracial thing, like in, with an Indian, whatever. And I had a tan. He goes, he said, are, are you are you black? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Well, you, you look at I, oh, I said I have a tan. I was like, oh, okay. He said, so uh, you have blue eyes. I was like, yeah. He's like, so where'd that come from? I was like, oh, well, um, you know, my parents both have brown eyes, but the recessive, recessive traits. He goes, I guess somebody got bopped way back then, huh? Exactly, and I was, and, and I, I was mean, young. it was at that moment that we are all on the podcast now, crickets. <laughs> and 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 I was young. I was I was twenty five, twenty. I was just just starting young, starting out acting. I didn't start till I was twenty five, professional. Just starting out, and I'm like, am I on candid? Like, was right. did anyone hear that? Me and him, like, did anybody hear? Was anybody. I, am I on candid camera? Because that was so blatantly disrespectful. Yeah. to me and i was like but i didn't say anything or you know do anything but i have the story now to tell in the future you know if something makes you feel uncomfortable you don't need it you don't need it yeah. you do not need it you never need a job you never need a job so i'm I'm, I'm just preaching but you know what i'm saying because one of the things i'm sorry i mean no, 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 no. 
just going to say two things, you know, thank you so much for the first part when, because I'm the one doing his auditions with him. Um, I try to explain to him, give me two different, give me different versions because I typically mm. send him two takes, right? Um, and that's one of, the, one of the reasons why I think he got Judas and the Black Messiah because he did such a different, it was a different error. So I showed him videos of how they spoke back then. He landed just one fantastic take and then another one, different versions. And so sometimes he just, no, we'll do it with the one take. No, 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 we're going to do two. Give me something else. You know, so recently he's been coming in with both, you know, two different takes because you never know what they think they do. They may not realize they want it until they see it, you know. So we've been doing that. Uh, and then recent, well, not recently, probably two years ago, when he was early, he had an audition. They sent us an audition for, um, I think it was HBO or something like that, but uh, it was with Ethan Hawke, um, great, you know, great actor. Um, and he didn't know him, but great actor. And the role required him to uh, not just put on a dress, but to have confusion concerning his preference, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, so, I, but the thing is, they didn't say that all that in the audition. I just saw the title. I think this is the book. Let me go see what it's about, right? Mm. So the parent, I researched, I saw the book. I was like, oh, wait a minute. So he was playing a slave, and one of the slaves, the, the rule was a slave. Yep. I know so the exactly rule, what show. You I, know when, yes, you I know. know exactly the show. The audition for that. And uh, so they wanted that he plays a slave and the way he was able to, the slave was able to stay alive and not be killed is because he looked like a girl. He was mm -hmm. dressed like a girl, not a boy, right? So I was like, ooh, mm, mm, 12, 13 years old in a dress, no thanks. Um, and, but then as I started to read even more, I asked the, the casting director, I said, you know, before we accept this audition, um, will Raymond be you know, in a suggestive or inappropriate position with Ethan Hawke? And so the so casting director responded back with, well, there is some, you know, uh, I forgot the exact word he used. He, he, it was hinting at intimacy, but not saying there was. And I was like, oh, well, we're gonna respectfully decline and thank you for the opportunity. And that was it, you know, because even though it was a major network, we don't take everything, you know? Um, because again, like you mentioned, Chris, to speak to what you were saying, it's his image, and fortunately, he has the opportunity, yeah, the opportunity to explore his craft without a mortgage. You know, we cover all that. So I tried to tell him, "Oh, look at that! That's Chris. That's Chris. That is not Chris. You <laughs> gorgeous, Chris. That's Chris." But I wanted while you were talking, Christine, I wanted to. I googled the 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 series. It's called The Good Lord Bird. That's it. Yes, that was it. And I watched that when when I first watched that, because I, I'm a big fan of Ethan Hawke. Right. right. And when I saw the previews, I was like, oh, okay. And I'm very eerie about watching. I'm, I'm not good with watching like slave era type right. movies or shows because it right. just triggers me. Right. But yep. I watched it. And, and when I say, when that actor that played the act the, the character that Raymond auditioned for I was a little on it at first because it's it's a kid number right. one right and number two I didn't know this was such good acting right that I really thought it was a girl so when as the episodes went on and I realized it was a a boy playing this girl I was kind of like 
I clutched right. my pearls and I was like, I don't know if I could, if I had a son, if I would at that, that grown yeah, man is one thing. Yeah, I think I want do my it. son right. to go that route. At, mm-hmm. at, at his age, when he get when he gets older, over you know twenty one, yeah, and he's doing yeah. his thing, then right. you go ahead and do what you do. You do you, baby. You make those right. decisions. But as yeah. a sixteen, thirteen, whatever year old, I'd have, I'd be like, I, 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 I'm with you on that one. Where you're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna reel this back a little bit, <laughs> right? But I mean, as an adult, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. kid, and then that's one of the what that would be one of his debut roles you know it was one of his yeah. roles that's the first thing you come out as mm-hmm. um so we were like eh, we're gonna pick out on that we were we were honestly flattered we told the casting director listen we are uh, honored and flattered that you chose him and his tape you know to go to the next level we genuinely appreciate that please consider him for any other roles going forward it's just at this stage it's you know not something that we want for him you know for his career no. so uh and, he, and he's honestly really good about being particular about his roles. Like when he got the BMF, um, it's funny. I was like, okay, so is he playing a drug dealer? No, no drug dealer? Great. Um, I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, super. <laughs> um, and then as he's, when whenever they have, you know, his particular episodes, he asked for the entire script for that episode, even though he'd only be in certain yeah. parts. And he would read through, I'd bind him up and print him and hand him to him. And he'd read Mm -hmm. through the entire episode. That's awesome. That's good. That's smart. Go ahead. I'm sorry, honey. Um, I I was saying it only makes sense. Uh, Your scene has build up to it. And if you don't know the build up, then you can't do the scene properly. Which was my um, thinking thought. That's awesome. But as an also an aside, I I shot with Ethan, I shot a movie with Ethan Hawke. Oh, did you? He's great guy, very respectful, and he would have handled it the way it should have been handled. But I'm glad that you made that decision for him and for you. You know, that's good. Yeah, no, he's he's a fantastic guy. I mean, that's why I was so excited to get. I was like Ethan Hawke. <gasps> you know, I was so excited, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Mm. Yeah. 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 Right. Maybe something else in the future he can work with. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, that's one of the things that I'm sure Raymond can talk to you a little bit about his process, and maybe you can help, you know, advise him as well. Um, I know with his process, whenever he gets a role, would you like to show? Oh, do you guys have questions? I'm, I'm like jumping in. I know Shahid had a question. Go ahead, Shahid. We kind of answered it as we kept talking, and now I don't have that question. So, but my, I guess my thing now would probably be for for Raymond. You know, because I, I mean, to me, you seem like you're really rising. Who do you not want to emulate, but whose career do you see like within, you know, your generation and maybe the next that you like your career to kind of take off from? Um, uh, it's not, I, I wouldn't, I'm not sure there's anyone I would emulate. Uh, I kind of just want to build up. I want I want my own story and my own. I, I want to have my own career. I don't need anyone else's. Good. Do you have any actor or actress that you really like at this moment? Um. Well, I mean, Denzel. <laughs> uh, yeah. His son. Uh, uh, John uh, Yeah. Um, uh yeah, pretty much just those those three. Yeah. 
All right, so okay. I have a question. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Shahida. On that same vein that I was just asking, because mm -hmm. I know if I was 13 or 16 or 17, I would want to be in the Marvel Universe. How bad do you want that? Really? You can't bring up the Marvel. You just can't let a conversation go by without bringing up the Marvels. Oh, Lord. This girl Since loves 1977. Marvels. Since 1977. Yes, uh, especially I still do. I still want to be a Marvel. But I, want, I wanted it really badly, and I still do. I still do. I am rooting for you because you. the more we see of Marvel with people that look like us, let me tell you, this kid, when he saw um, the first Miles Morales, he came home and was doing push-ups with the weights because he was just like, I can be Spider-Man. I can yeah. <laughs> so and it was at that moment that Darius exited the picture because you done just embarrassed him. <laughs> Come back, Darius. Right? Darius, don't go. Don't go, Darius. I'm trying to behave and not say any cuss words. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm rooting for you for that because I feel like, to me, that would be just the just the, the creme of the law. That would be perfect for any actor. Especially a young one, though. Yes. Okay, so I had a question with Christy. Obviously, for me and Christy go way back, yes. way, way back. So I know your parenting I, style. So when so I binge-watched <laughs> Black Mafia Family, <laughs> of course, it's different when you watch a show that you don't know you just watch it. You don't have, I don't have a vested interest in it because I don't know anybody in it. So personally, I should say, but I watched BMF and it is a great series. I can't tell. I, I told, I've, after I've binged it, I've told anybody with an ear, I'm like, y'all got to go watch BMF on stars. Um, but as I was watching it, great cast. I will say Russell Hornsby Raymond is one of my favorite actors of all time. He is, I'll say he's one of the most underrated or underappreciated actors. Like he should really, he needs his coins and he needs his accolades because he is amazing. Everything that he's in, I watch. I don't care what it is. But back to the show, as I'm watching it, I'm saying to myself, Ooh, okay. And of course, when when Raymond came on as Darius, I was like, Yay! and I had to rewind it back like a hundred times to rewatch you again and rewatch you again. And um, but I was I'm saying to myself, hmm, was he able to watch the series though? <laughs> That's my girl. Because I was like, I was like, I'm watching the series and I'm like, what's and stuff I was like it's Chris I'm like okay I, okay I'm loving me some Raymond in this but I'm like um did, no, did no, no. allow him to allow him the series no no mm -mm. no nope. absolutely not uh, well the, the the good thing about him though in all honesty he actually doesn't even like to watch himself I have to make him 
watch himself. And I'm not kidding. I was like, Raymond, you know, after I finished watching, yeah, see the part. Judas in the Black Messiah, he's like, I don't need to see it. I was like, you need to see how it turned out, sir. You know, but he just, I, I, he just gets, you see how he cringes with the thought of seeing himself, right? Black Mafia family. I was like, oh my gosh, you're so good. Oh my God. I mean, this is, you know, I'm hard on them. You know, I make sure that I'm like, look, if you come in with it, you, this is our name. You're coming out this house. You ain't going to, you know, it's not going to be play play, right? I was like, oh my God, you did such a good job. You know, and we're on set and the directors are like, oh wow, he nailed it. You know, so quickly, you know, and all that stuff. And just excited. You know, I was generally excited. So I was like, you need to watch. He's like, oh, uh, so he sat down and he's like watching it like this. You know, and he, he's like, when they, he sat on the chair, when he sat with the little girl in the um, scene where the, you know, they're talking, and the brother, he's like, oh, he hated it. That, no, the, the, that part's actually like, it, it's actually like cringeworthy. Like, it, it's the awkwardness. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> that is too funny. That is too funny. Yeah, so, no, I'm glad that you brought, yeah, I'm glad that you said that because I, yeah. I, I literally, yeah, I was watching that and I was like, Certain scenes in certain episodes, I was like, they weren't for me. Work, you know, like, do you allow him? Or I'm thinking he's acting in it, he's in the series. Like, I guess that gives him a pass to watch it, but I'm, no, I already, it doesn't. doesn't. Um, we don't, mm -mm. no, no, yeah. I was like, look, great show. Your dad and I like it. We'll watch it before clothes, and then when his part comes up, we're like, yeah, and then he goes away. After that. Yeah, no, no. We're still we're still trying to preserve just a little. I know there's so much out there right now. We're trying to give them an opportunity to preserve a little bit of the youth because once mm -hmm. it's over, you know, yeah. you only have this much. You have this much time to be a kid. You know, this much time to be a kid. So we're trying to keep them in that in that lane, you know, uh, for as long as possible. And I mean, we, we, you know, the title is Black Mafia. So there were some questions. We were like, okay, so exactly what is James going to do? And then we realized, you know, as we read through the script, he was not, not a drug dealer. He wasn't going to be sleeping with anybody. He had the little, you know, peck kiss, which was great, you know, classic. Um, and so, you know, we were comfortable in that lane. So of course we get, you know, my 93 year old grandmother's still alive. My grandfather, I was like, you know, y'all, y'all really should. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna send you Raymond's part, okay? <laughs> right? Because you <laughs> even my parents, they were like, what episode is he in? Because they watched the first episode. They're like, what episode is he in? We'll just watch that one. <laughs> yeah, and that's what happened. You know, uh, I was like, he's on four and six, and I'm gonna send you the clip, and that's it. Right. Yeah. Right. Now you, Shahida, what you got? I really love to hear that you're so involved and have such command over not only you know his career but person, you know how how he you want him to be perceived outside of this. Wow, I messed that all up. And I was listening to um, what's her name, Marseille Martin's parents. Oh yes, um, yes, love her. I really like you know how they do the same thing. Do you ever get any pushback from, you know, the studios or agents or everything about, oh, can you do so? Can you speak on that for a second? Absolutely, all the time. As a matter of fact, uh, my husband went because it was out of town for um, Netflix, the Mindhunter. So in the script, um, he had to make a suggestion about 
how uh, a pedophile did something, right? So on set, my husband, my husband said to the director, he said, listen, it's my son, young kid, you know, can we adjust it? And they adjusted it on the set. On the set, the, the director was, and the director was actually from Good Times, Thelma's boyfriend. Yeah, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Say uh, again, wait, Good Times, who's boyfriend? Not, not, not the husband, but he played a boyfriend. He was on Good Times, and that's how I reckon. I was like, oh my gosh, but I can't remember his name right now. It's bothering me. But he directed. He directed his episode, and he was so great with Ray and Raymond. And my husband mentioned it. And they made the adjustment because we felt uncomfortable. I mean, it still was suggestive, but not so explicit, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then on, um, let's see, with the auditions, typically we're very, you know, uh, we give we give polite pushback, you know, and then suggestions. You know, as parents, we don't want to come. I don't have the experience. I'm not a director. I'm not a producer. However. I do know that sometimes directors and producers operate, if they don't have a 16 year old, they're operating on different perceptions, you know? And we're like, okay, we actually have one in this environment, in this generation. And, you know, uh, he did, um, he's gonna hate for me to share it, but he did this baseball movie, right? What's this baseball he, movie? No. Okay, so I'm gonna make you giggle about it first, right? No, you won't, you probably won't ever see it. Um, so he did this baseball movie where he auditioned for it and he, does, he loves football and basketball. He knows nothing about baseball, right? Now they auditioned, they did four, four auditions, four times. I think it was three or four, they had the original, then they had to go see them. Then we had to do show him playing baseball. He was auditioning for the lead role, right? Now I had to send him a YouTube video showing up with nine innings in baseball. There's, this is the batter, this is the catcher. That's how little. Now you ask him anything about football, he can tell you the weight sizes, the uh, forty-yard dash for anybody in football, right? But baseball, nothing. So, but he's an athlete, so he could do, you know, play the part well. So he gets out there, um, and he's, you know, looking like he's, you know, playing baseball and so on and so forth. Um, and one of the things that the um, director wanted him to do was a dance. Just like you said, he wanted him to do a dance, right? And so he was like, mom, they want me to dance because he hits a home run, you know? And then he, they wanted, and these, and it was an all white production, you know, situation. He was, he was one of two black kids, right? So automatically, so he's like, oh, and he hates, like he like he's a he's a great dancer, but he likes on the spot fun dancing. He's like you know to tell them to do it in that moment. So they had him do four different dances. So he's out there doing something like this, and then the running man. And he as soon as the take is over, he's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Every single time they did it, he did it like he meant like he was you know like he was going in right. But as as he's like, you know, you can see his face, and I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I don't want to do this dance. You know, they're making me dead. You know, and then when it was on, when we saw it at the uh, premiere, everybody's like, ah, they thought it was great. And he's like, oh, he's like shrinking in the seat, uh, mortified by this dance that he had to do. But I mean, that was something. I mean, they didn't ask him to do any inappropriate dance, so we didn't, you know, bark at that. But uh, sometimes I love that he'll be willing to go all in, even if it's something he's not necessarily comfortable with. Right. Commitment. Um, Commitment. Right. Um, Mr. Darius, you've been so good this whole time. Do you have any questions for Raymond as the young buck in this group? Who's your favorite football player? 
My favorite football player. Uh, we started him now. Here we go. Um, uh, in the NFL or retired? NFL. Both. In the NFL? Yep. Alvin Kamara. Who? Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. He's a running back for New Orleans. And old T right now is like, I don't know who that is. Way over. Way over. He's amazing. You got anything else, sir? No? I'm putting you on the spot, Mr. Darius. I got somebody else that has a question. Do you want to ask a question? Yes, come on in. Where is she? She... She's been down on the floor the entire time. I can't believe she's been down on the floor. Come on, Mia Mia. No, thank you. No. Oh, come on, no, Mia. No, Mia don't. We, we already heard you say no, thank you. Bring the question. Mia. Hi. <laughs> Darius, like, I'm killing you right, right now. now but, she's, but she's old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I have a question. Um. I got two more questions um, because, you know, obviously working as an actor um, with school, you're still in school. How does that pan out? How do you um, correlate or just, you know, the, the working and the school aspect? Are, do you go to school and like your regular school year and then act in the summer or when you have, if you have a gig that's um, happening during the school year, how does that work? Are you school? Do you continue school on set? Um, I'm just curious about that. Um, when I do book, uh, I usually, uh, I usually do school on, on set. So they always have like they have like a certain amount of hours I have to be in school so that I can, you know, make sure my grades are okay and this is and they have a they have a teacher on set to help me with my work and you know making sure all my work is turned in uh, on time. Okay. But uh, I mean it, it's not it's not difficult to me because everything like now school everything is online everything's on Teams so you can access yeah. it where, wherever. So it, it's not difficult at all. Uh, and, you know, most of the lessons are on the Internet, mm -hmm. so I can always just pull up my computer and just do the work right then and there. And um, That is true. And in this day in COVID, I'm assuming everything's online, so you can handle that. Um, if, I sorry, was in school, if I was an actor, I'm sorry, and I was his age, I'd, I would have been flexing on you in school, Tanya, big time. <laughs> what do you mean? What, you, what did you just say? If what? If I was an actor <laughs> and I was on a star's 50 cent show and I would come to school, I would have been flexing on everybody in class. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't be friends because I'd be so hating on you right now. I'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? How crazy this is? It's so funny. For him, he doesn't want us to tell anybody. Like when he was doing everything, he's like, um, so you're not going to tell anybody, are you? I was like, I'm telling everybody. What? I'm posting yeah. it. I'm printing it. I'm singing it. I'm telling everybody. You're great. You know? And he's like, well, uh, do we have to tell? But, you know? And so literally, his because he's in a magnet school for theater. And he doesn't tell his teacher or the director, anybody what he's doing. I was like, you know, you're gone for a week. They notice. 
right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness they noticed. Thank goodness. Yeah, like, Do we have to tell them? I was like, well, I'm not gonna lie and pretend like you're sick. You know, I'm like, no. Raymond is doing this. He's working on this, and the teachers are fantastic. He was like, oh, whatever he needs, and so forth. You know, because it's a theater school. You know, uh, well, they have a magnet section at the school, but he doesn't like to tell anybody. He doesn't want to post anything. You know, he doesn't want to say anything. Um, and and I appreciate that because he really. You can. You want to tell them why you don't want to want to? I let him tell you. Uh, um, no, I don't really. Uh, well, okay. But it, the reason changed for years. At first, I didn't want to tell people because I, I was at where I wanted to be at the moment, so I didn't want anyone to know. And now, it's just to me, it's I, I don't want to. I don't want to be conky. I don't want. I don't want to like, like not was it the want? attention? I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't want the attention. And I, I rather just, call it what it is, bro. Nephew, you don't want them. Come on, Christy. You don't want them girls and them streets talking about, hey, Raymond. In the streets would be nice. I'm I'm like looking at his, because uh, I managed uh, part of his post, right? And I, in the DM, I'm like, <gasps> yes, I'm not going to sit because we're live and we have a little young one there. But there's something <laughs> in I was like, I was like, little girl, you look like you have a mortgage. Oh, no, no, some of these old women. I was like, oh, he is a child. Yeah. I was like, he's a child. Somebody call Chris Hansen. <laughs> Somebody call Chris Hansen because this is how to catch a predator up in here. I was like, uh, what does it say? And now, most of them are very, you know, a lot of the kids that DM them are like, you know, congratulations, you did a great job. Can you tell me a little bit about how you did this? I'm looking to it. Most of it's that. But then there are the girls that, you know, um, are showing flesh, you know. I'm like, oh, oh delete, block, you know. So yeah, it's it's not. I'm like, and I, I try not to be that parent, but I actually think I am. I think I'm you have to be. be that parent. You love. have to be that parent because listen, we're adults on social media, and right. we see the nonsense that's out there all the time. I'm nobody. I'm just I'm just regular old Tanya, and. I see on other people's pages just, you know, the comments that are made and stuff like that. So I can only imagine or I can't even imagine what it's like to be in the spotlight or be, in, you know, an actor in this business that you've got people just coming at you left and right just because of what you do and who you are. So that that's why for me, I mean, I love I love my friendship with Chris. I love my family family ship with you and Raymond. But I just that's a business that I've always said I just could never get into because I, I love my privacy and I just don't want I don't have the um, I, I, I consider myself to be a confident person. But I can honestly say that I don't have the self-esteem or the confidence to be in that public spotlight where people are just like, we're going to say this about you or this about you or anything. And that would, that would just hurt my feelings. Hell, we got the podcast. Okay. And people have gone on our, our YouTube page and have got gone in. on it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'll change you, whatever. And I'm just like, wait, wait till you're on Wendy Williams. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wow. So, 
I got, I got my one final question and then I'll, I'll hand it over to Shika and, and Chris. I just got one final question. I, I, Raymond, I know it's, you're, you know, you're still young in this business and this might be a loaded question, but have you ever thought of like your future? Like what have you thought about future goals outside of acting? Like, do you, would you ever want to produce, direct, you know, get behind the camera? Um, what, what are your future goals? Is this long-term for you? Do you want to stay in this business for long, for the long haul? Um, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, I want to act, produce, direct. Uh, I want to do it. I want to do it all at some point in my life. Uh, right now I'm just acting, you know, credits, you know, maybe win some awards. And then I want to get into acting and producing and making my own shows and films and movies. Have you been writing at all? I've been trying. I've been trying to start. Well, okay. First, I have a really trouble writing. Like when I want to write, because usually, usually when an idea comes to me, you're never gonna want to write. By the way, just so you know, you're never gonna want to write. (laughs) Just telling you that right now from from the beginning. It's not like you know what I want to write right now. It's never gonna happen that way. Yes. Especially if it's something you 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 have to write. But anyway, go ahead. Yes, I, I realize that now. That, you know, when I have an idea, um, I, I write it out in my notes and I I go back to it, and then I'll I'll create a I'll start writing a scene. But I I've, I've never finished anything, and, and I've never finished any because either because of school or I gotta learn a, I learn a play I learn I gotta um do homework. So I, I never really got around to it. Uh, something that'd be helpful. I'm sorry, Shady. Want to say? Well, no. Go ahead. Give him his your, your advice. Uh, there's you can get you know speech to text on computer or whatever. If you don't have the time and you have 15 minutes a day or, or whatever, if you just talk into your computer or your phone, it'll write it out for you. And there's free things free that'll things do that for you. Otter dot something that I have mm-hmm. that you can just literally have this whole conversation in text form. So if you right. have, you don't feel like writing, you can be like, okay, I have this idea for so-and-so. And they'll say, okay, I have this idea. A man is so-and-so, you know, a 16 year old, he gets into trouble, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that could help as well. But the more that you, the more that you can write for yourself or, or your ideas, the more it'll solidify who you are, what you like, what direction you want to go in. And also it's nice to be able to look back on, on that years later and something might say, oh, I remember that idea that I had. And then you can d- develop it that way. You know, mm-hmm. so always just get it down, whatever it is, just get, I have so many notes and things like, I got an idea for um, a, uh, an and he is uh, rapping is no whatever you know what I mean. So just whatever it is, write it down or, or text, and, and you never know when it's going to come back. And and eventually, when something ins- inspires you, but you're it's always the actual process of doing it. You ask any writer, but the more that you do that, the more you and if you have something that you're really excited about, then you can work on it more and you can put it away and then come back to it. So. Yeah, he, no, no, we, oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. So, Raymond, 
uh, kind of piggybacking off what Chris said, when you think about writing or when you think about, you know, your career, what are the, what are the kind of things that you want to see on the screen, like on TV or in the movies that, you know, you want to have some kind of like control over? What do you want to see, especially for, you know, young black, you know, African-Americans? What do you want to see? Um, I just want to see something different. I, I don't, uh, I don't know, not like, uh, when it comes to, you know, shows for kids and like comedy, uh, a lot of it is recycled and just press refresh. It's just a different, it, it, it's all the same, but just a different title. And I, I like to make something different, add my own kind of comedy to it, which I, what I think would would be funny and entertaining to the screen, and not just you know, I, I, I mean, I, I do like serious and like deep and smoky films, but I, I really want to make something that's just that's just funny. funny. <laughs> that's awesome. I get it because we need comedy. And that's probably one of the, you know, especially for African-Americans, there's so many different aspects of our lives. And it just seems like you're, what you're saying, they stick to one formula, you know? Yeah. And there's something that came out on um, NBC, no, ABC this week, I think. And I was really surprised that the characters look different. The, the, the African-American woman, she was dark-skinned. Um, there wasn't like leading with like very light, bright people, all that, you know, it was like a rainbow more so, you know, and that's what I feel like, you know, if we start writing for ourselves more and, you know, have ideas that you have in your head, we can show all the dis different aspects of African-American life, not just those people coming out the projects or the super rich, you know what I mean? Or the drug dealers. Um, Shahida, I think you were referring to the Grand Crew on NBC. Yes, because um, yes. Yes, I, I watched that. They was they, they came up with two episodes this mm -hmm. week, and I DVR'd it and watched it. And I absolutely loved it. My son is in it. And it oh, really? My young, oh, really? My younger brother is in it. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Jennings. Okay. Oh, I love it. Absolutely okay. loved it and loved the fact that they gave Morris... Um, um, Garrett Morris, his shine. Mm, yeah. I love that. Um, but I like the fact that it showed us at just being normal. You know what I mean? Like we got feelings, you know, we, we live our regular lives and we have regular jobs and regular friends and whatever. I like that as opposed to what you typically see on TV and on the big screen with regards to us being like drug dealers and, um whatever albeit not a not a dig to bmf because bmf i mean we're all at that That's age the four of us are at that age where we lit we know right. we knew who these people were back in the day and i before we close i just have to end it on this raymond i was absolutely impressed like with um Demetrius, I did not know that that was actually Big Meech's actual son that yeah. played his father. 
I mean, oh. the fact that I, I'm just, I just want to know, like, as an actor, I mean, and Chris, maybe you can chime in on this too. It's like, as an actor, it's like, how do you play your parent? Because he filled <laughs> that role. I mean, I, I come from an era where I'm very familiar with the Black Mafia family mm. back in the day. And he killed that role of his dad. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what his life, his life was like with his dad or how much he knows because of, you know, their situation. Yeah. But I could, I could play my mom and dad any day of the week. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, my circumstances, I know, you know, I know, I know this, this and that. And, um, I, I think that you know the production company they got they got him a good you know you know acting coach and they coached him up real well and it was yeah. good directors but um hey I I, <laughs> I mean it would be weird but I I could definitely play it's like O'Shea Jackson played you know Ice Cube that is true Ice Cube son played him and yeah I forgot I forgot about that thank you for reminding me but okay I I always say I got one last question but I have one last question. Oh, there oh, you are, nice. Morris. Love him. Everybody um, keeps showing off. Can we talk about Snoop Dogg? As did, okay, Chris and Shahida, did you guys watch BMF? I watched like about five episodes. Okay, I can we talk about Snoop Dogg as the pastor? I ain't never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> When he showed up as the the preacher, I was like, I can't, I can't. So how, how I mean, Raymond, I can only I saw the picture of you and him together with the the young actress that played um, uh, uh, Michi's sister. Um, how I mean, how how is Snoop? That I just gotta ask that. He crazy. Uh, he's tall. <laughs> yeah, he is. And he he actually came up to me. He he um. Uh, he was like, hey, hey little man. <laughs> I was like, stupid. <laughs> I shook his hand. And uh, he was he was very funny. He was he was polite. He was um he was real cool to work with. Nice. I will tell you this, he triggered me because me and the mom, uh, uh Layla's mom, the young girl who played Nicole, yeah. we were sitting there, you know, trying to be dignified and yeah. And he came back and said something like, Yeah, yeah, we were like, Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Gone at Snoop, and he, he was so personal. He was so funny. You see the choir in the background. He had them crying, laughing, pretending he was directing. He was so awesome. I was like, oh man, I lost my all my dignity right there in that moment. Uh, but was, I would have too. That's why you can never listen, Raymond. Don't you ever him. invite me on set, and <laughs> anybody of any value comes walking off, especially Snoop, because <laughs> Christy, you already know I'd be like Snoop Dogg. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have we'd have reverted right back to 1992, like, 91. Mm -hmm. She and I both did it at the same. I was like, oh shoot. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Love it. So all right. So we are we are a little bit over an hour. Um, Chris, Shahida, any other things that you want to bring to the table? Um, just one. What, what's your question? Okay, never mind. She wanted to know how long a scene took to take, but now she's being shy. So I'm good. It was really great talking to you, Rain and Chris. I mean, listen, I am so appreciative, Raymond, to have you here. Um, when we're done, 
obviously we, we log off, stay on, stay online so we can properly thank you. Um, but I'm going to actually link on with IG, link you up with Chris, so that way you guys can talk shop, I guess. And Chris is a wealth of knowledge. He's awesome. Um, he'll definitely, you know, steer you in the right direction. Um, but we are so happy and so grateful to have you here. And don't get it twisted. You was here first. And when you get up to Denzel status, if we're still around living and breathing, I'm going to need you to come on the old elderly person's uh, Still Dope podcast. <laughs> So we thank you and we love you. Thank so you. until next time, peace out. Oh, you uh, any shout outs? Any shout outs, Raymond, that you want to give? Um uh come follow on. my Instagram. <laughs> come on, give a shout out to my girl Julia. Hey Julia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, she's rivalry. No, no, yeah. yeah, that probably won't happen. Yeah, yeah. They're uh <laughs> yes. All right. Well, cool. Well, we thank you so much. And until next time, still dope family, stay blessed. Peace. Wow. As I always do. My do 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 do.